Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Thursday. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we've got some stuff we want you to hear. It's. The three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, well, Rosanna's in the news again. It's the first thing we're going to hear from today. Here on my talk 1071 and um, well on our show anyway, um, Roseanne on a street corner giving pedestrians in, in uptown New York a front row seat to her singing skills. Remember, she oh. just cut a record, so it should come as no surprise that she was on the streets of New York with some acapella singers and doing a little uh, Havana Gila, among other things. So that goes on for about a minute, and that is Roseanne Barr again uh, singing with the a cappella group Y Studs in front of a comedy club in New York. She was with her friend Rabbi Shmuley. Who is providing recording her, a podcast for their uh, Rosh Hashanah episode? Who, the, Rabbi Shmuley, who is providing her the only one and only platform she has at this moment. Apparently, yeah. Also, can I just think what are they called? Why? Why studs? Why studs? I would like to thank why studs? Why studs for being the louder voices during that performance. You could occasionally hear the shrill holler, yeah. of Roseanne in the mix. But for the most part, just, it's it just was sort weird. of hidden. I don't understand the the point of having Roseanne Barr out in the public. I mean, girl, just take some time out. Take a break. You don't. I don't understand. Like there is the no expectation when you are a celebrity and crap happens that we need to hear from you twenty four seven. Like Roseanne Barr has money. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to do. She doesn't need to work. She doesn't need to rehab anything. Yeah, but I think her ego doesn't want to well, go away. I mean, therein lies the you know obvious answer. But I just, it's so, and it's not just Roseanne. I mean, we talk about all of the, we could talk about Louis C.K. For, and we probably will later. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's kind of annoying. Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, I know that you were just begging, I think it was yesterday, Bradley, to know what Jeff Goldblum is up to. 
I mean, you couldn't stop what? talking about I mean, him. I don't think I've said his name in five years. But I'm kidding. You'd never have asked that. But I do have the answer to the question in case you do want to know. Apparently, Jeff Goldblum, he moonlights as a jazz pianist. And he has finally released his debut jazz album. It's called The Capitol Studios Sessions. Speaking of celebrities that we didn't realize were musicians. Right? But he is featured, again, as the pianist on this. uh, He has released... Is he a big pianist? You know, I don't know how big of a pianist he is. Um, I don't know if he's like a smaller time pianist or a big pianist. I'm not sure. But he does play jazz piano for this. uh, Has he been a pianist for a long time? That's a great question. Mm. Um, Anyway. Probably hard to get to the bottom of. It's very hard. Okay. So here he is featured on Cantaloupe Island. Oh, What's he on again? Performance. He's the pianist that you heard just there, right there. He's a big pianist. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, of course, is a riff, a take on Herbie Hancock's Cantaloupe Island. Uh, And Uh, Herbie, who? I'm sorry. Herbie Hancock. Mm. There's, isn't there like a a pianist too? Isn't there a very tall building named after him? In there was. They renamed it. Oh, okay. In Chicago. Okay, thanks. Anyway, Jeff Goldblum. Just so you know, the Capitol Studio sessions. I, you know, you're listening, enjoying that. Um, you know, penis jokes aside, I did not realize that he was a musician. I also have never heard the term Cantaloupe Island. I just love the, I like, I like that name. Um, but I, he apparently has a band, the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra or mm-hmm. Snitzer. I don't know how you say that, but, um, and I, it sounded great. Yeah. You know, have a little Mel Torme come in there yeah. and do a little. They do, you know, they do perform uh, at jazz clubs in LA. And so if you are, you know. If you want to see what Jeff Goldblum is up to and check out, I mean, I probably what don't, kind of but I'm glad to know that he's doing stuff, yeah. right? Yep. You guys done? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Oh, oh, excuse yeah, me. No, Why we're... don't you play a fart noise, Holly? Here's what we have so, for you behind door number you know. three. All right, the third thing Smart. we think you need to hear today to be in the know on the Colleen and Bradley show is. Mark Wahlberg was a guest on Ellen DeGeneres this week. And, um, Is he a musician too? No, he's a car salesman. Remember, oh. he bought oh, that's a right. car dealership. And in, in peak Ellen fashion, she offered her services to help him create a commercial for the Wahlberg car dealerships. And this is what it sounds like. Ready? Ready. All right. I'm ready. And we're here to tell you to come on down to Mark Wahlberg Chevrolet, Central Ohio's largest inventory of new Chevys. Oh yeah, come on down. That's right. I got a ton of cars for you to test drive everything from Camaros to Silverados. Hey, do you sell Zambonis? Due to the high demand, we are currently sold out of Zambonis. 
Well, I'll tell you what he does sell. It is 2018 dump truck. This is not a joke. He actually sells a dump truck. I sure do. And imagine all the things that you could do with that beauty, Ellen. You could dump gravel. Dirt. Or a mixture of gravel and dirt. And if you buy it now, Mark's going to throw in something for free. What? We don't give anything. Oh, no, I will. That's right. You'll get a copy of Ted 2 or Transformers 4, Blu-ray or DVD. Your choice. And get this. All of Mark's cars come equipped with a steering wheel and four tires. Wow. With great deals like that, I don't know how to afford to feed my family. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll give them some free Wahlburgers. Stop by any time and Mark will personally sell you a Chevy. You'll be there, right, Mark? Uh, in spirit, yes. All right. Tell them where you're located. 3900 Broad Street in Columbus, Ohio. Just, okay, oh, sorry, just a half mile east of Westland Flea Market. Okay, so that uh, is Ellen DeGeneres trying to help Mark Wahlberg sell some cars at his Ohio yeah. car dealership. I'm sure he was going to have a hard time otherwise. Right? Yeah. Also, well, I just have like a lot of questions. What? I did not find that to be hysterically funny. No, it was kind of silly. Or at all funny. But I mean, it's, you know, lowest common denominator hour, daytime TV, that is. So you don't get too edgy. I know, but I hear that. And, thank you, Holly. Okay, great. Thanks I hear that. that whole audience laughing and I'm like, is that like the power of suggestion <laughs> when you're no, at No, it's called like they're that? in Ellen. Yeah, of course. They're in Ellen's studio. It's the same if we had an audience here, they would be laughing at nothing. I mean, have you listened to our show? There it Excuse is. you, Holly. I am okay, so offended. For the record, Holly is hysterically laughing yeah, right now. I also I doubled love over. That, um, occasionally, get email from our lovely listeners who claim that that's my behavior. No, that's, that's Holly. Holly Roberts. That is Holly Roberts. Owned and delted. Owned and delted. <laughs> Thank you. Do the long one. Um, Just oh, get her geez. up. Get her done. Get her yep right there at the end pays for itself when we come back elizabeth reese has all the dirt from hollywood she does not in fact actually holly is bringing the dirt she better get her act together because right now she can't even make words holly roberts with the dirt alert after this on my talk 1071 this is a my talk dirt alert Holly Roberts with all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Hello. Let's go over some of the top headlines in the world of entertainment today, starting with the Cranberry singer Dolores O'Riordan. She died by drowning due to alcohol intoxication. This coming from an inquest into her death from uh, the Westminster Coroner's Court in London, England. So they found that she passed away due to uh, high levels of alcohol and uh, she was taking a bath and she drowned accidentally. So that's how they're ruling her death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, her alcohol level was more than four times the legal limit for driving in the UK. Oh, and if you remember, uh, Dolores was found dead in her bathtub on January 15th at the Park Lane Hilton Hotel in London, England. The coroner speaking of her death, that it was a tragic accident. You know, I had forgotten about her death just because it, it was not on my radar, probably, um, you know, in a major way to begin with. But when uh, reading the story today, I was just reminded, and I'm sure that everybody who... Uh, you know, was a fan, obviously, and in the mid '90s, who wasn't a fan of the Cranberries? Exactly, mm-hmm. that right? That like sad. defined mm-hmm. our lives at that time. 
So that is, that's a terribly sad story. Yeah. Well, we'll move on from that to Chrissy Teigen. She's on the cover of the latest issue of Women's Health Magazine. And she's getting real, talking about uh, her mental and physical health after giving birth. She said that after she gave birth to her daughter, Luna, in 2016, that she was drinking too much. She said, I wasn't eating as much because I was full from drinking and I wasn't being good to my body. She said, I remember being bruised from nothing. And uh, soon after that, publicly, if you recall, she declared, that she was going to be cutting back on her drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like I always am, am appreciative of um, celebrities being really open and vulnerable about what life, just like what life is like. That You know, I am more inclined to feel endeared to a celebrity when the celebs are just like us in this way mm-hmm. than out walking their dogs in their sweatpants. You know what I mean? This feels more meaningful to me. And so, yeah, I'm I'm here for this. Yeah, and she said after she declared that she was going to be cutting back on her drinking, then she needed to start writing a follow-up to her fir- first cookbook, Cravings. And she said that time of writing was torturous. It was very difficult for her mm. to get back to work. And uh, she said that things improved, however, when she started taking an antidepressant. She mm-hmm. said that that really helped her. And uh, now she is the mom of two. She gave birth to her son, Miles, oh, in shoot. May. What? Oh, God. I feel so bad. She could have done this so much more easily. She could have just gotten that wonderful uh, essential oh. oil. Oh, that goop you are so right. Bradley. For like twenty eight dollars, mm-hmm. instead of having to go through all the rigors mm. of like you don't have to pills. even see a medical professional. Yeah. Right. You can just order this online for like twenty dollars. It's called uh, what was it called again? Judges, shame, J- judge, indulgence, judgy, judgy shame. You smell it, and it gets rid of depression, mm. and anxiety, yeah. and mm-hmm. shame, and self talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bradley, I think that you should tweet her yeah. because you guys have a history of correspondence yeah, no, on social true. media. She's a big fan of mine. Yeah, 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 super big fan. Uh, Beyonce in the news today, she reflected on her monumental year in an open letter that she wrote to fans. Of course, Beyonce celebrating her 37th birthday earlier this week on September 4th. And she said that she renewed her vows with Jay-Z this year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What does she say about doing that? I mean... You know, obviously that's a symbolic, symbolic thing. Um, But I'm curious if that was all motivated by kind of the firestorm that they've been through together. Here's part of the open letter. At 36, I became a mother of three. She continued, I breastfed twins. I renewed vows with my husband of 10 years. She goes Mm. on to say, Beyonce, I came back home to the stage to do Coachella after pregnancy. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Then my husband and I released our album together, Everything is Love. And when we've been touring with our whole family around the world. Oh, it's just and been so it. magical. I need She's, to renew my vows. You know what this reminds me of? a true hero. Uh, you know what this reminds me of? What? It reminds me of that one holiday letter that you get every oh, year. yeah. From that one family. My aunt. May she rest in peace now. She's no longer doing that letter, but... Um, she used to always send out that letter every mm-hmm. year with yeah. like, you know, the kids are doing this and mm-hmm. we went to this place. And Can I ask a real question of the two of you? Mm. Yeah. When you get Christmas letters, like what's the maximum you will read? So like you get. Okay. <laughs> read. Zero. Like the greeting on the front of the card, right? Yeah. Let but- me put it this way. If anyone who sends me those is listening, I read them all. Yes. I really do mm-hmm. yeah. because okay, but maybe if, with a nice cup of tea. Listening. Oh, if that person's not listening, I don't read those things. I put them on the shelf, mm-hmm. and I may see words as I walk by the the banquet in our dining room. I always make sure I put the kids' ages and maybe a sentence about each of them, and that's pretty much I think all yeah. anybody really cares. This to year, hear. Bob. Okay, here's the here's the here's the suggestion I would have because now I just sound like a weenie face. The suggestion I have is to like, you know, don't do like long, giant paragraphs of single spaced uh, or single spaced uh, writing mm-hmm. so that it's just like one big like because that's daunting. Yeah. When you look at all that writing, you're like, oh, oh there's so much to do that. here. Bullet points. Ah, yes. Bullet points are spread it out, mm-hmm. you know, succinct. I like, yeah. I like Get it. to the point. What do we say in radio? Get to the point. Have a point. Get and to get it. to it. And get to it. But there's always that one letter. Yeah. You know it's from your parents or long old, or your BF or <laughs> somebody that sends you that one Christmas letter. Mm-hmm. There's one that comes to my per- parents' house every year and it's from a long lost, I don't even know who. Mm-hmm. Their first child is amazing. High powered attorney, married with children, fantastic. The middle child, well, they're doing okay. You know, they have a boyfriend and a dog. Mm-hmm. The third child is trash and we're going to tell you how trashy they are. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's great. It's an event. Yeah, Just like Beyonce's letter was. Nobody yeah, needs to know all that. Put no. it in your diary. Right. Isn't like, do you really want to know about Barbara's, you know, struggle with um, licking uh, mayonnaise out of the jar directly? I'm just saying, like, Caden <laughs> yeah. had a cyst removed this year. <laughs> wow. Wow. It was the re- she could have been on the Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, that yeah. was so big. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to read Beyonce's full letter, it's on the internet. You can hey, put, experience it put yourself. This yes. On our list of things to do this holiday read season. Read our terrible Christmas letters. People have have them send us. Oh, yeah. Because we're not going to offend our own families. We'll true. offend no. yours. Yes. We're happy to do so. <laughs> and it, it will do so anonymously, which mm-hmm. lately that's been a real good tool for some people. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if you want, <laughs> if you want to, you know. Not saying, just saying. Get back at Aunt Darlene. Mm-hmm. Anonymous is a thing. Yeah. Fantastic. It's a well, big thing. We will do that when the holiday season comes Perfect. closer. It's in the Tickler file, guys. It is in the Tickler file. Now, I don't want to give any more serious stories because we're almost done with this dirt alert. Okay. So you remember singer Lily Allen? She's from England. Yeah. She had oh, yeah. some hits back in the day. Well, she wants to get back into the news, and she's doing it by talking about James Blunt's sex life. Another mid-2000s You're British beautiful. singer. You're beautiful. Lily Allen says that she once walked in on James Blunt having sex with somebody at the Chateau Marmont. Ew. Wow. Why did I need to know that? 
I don't know. She said it was happening in the foyer of her hotel room, Uh-oh. by the way. Ew. It wasn't just James Blunt's hotel room that she was walking into, but he was helping himself to some midnight delight Interesting. in her hotel room. Now, we don't know the identity of James Blunt's partner, but apparently she was very shocked at the sight. Now, she said that it's not shameful to have sex with James Blunt. It's just that it happened to be happening in the foyer of my hotel room. That's something you'd rather have happen in a private space that you're not privy to. Exactly. Just put down a towel or call housekeeping to change the sheets, okay? Thank you for that sound so advice, weird. Holly. Uh, and thank you for that dirt alert. Uh, 651-641-1071. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. 651-641-1071. The 30-second pop culture challenge coming up next. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call this game our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? We've got Kevin on the line. And Bradley, what is Kevin playing for? Kevin is playing for a uh, DVD copy of the RB to the G DVD. We got a no on that. For oh. Actually, he's playing for a MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Oh, Yay! fabulous. Even better. I think he's going to like the t-shirt. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okie doke. Here we go. Sam I Am wants you to eat what dish? Green eggs and ham. What is the name of the third book in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy? Uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Gordon Sumner is the real name of which musician? No idea. Chewbacca is the name, or is what type of species? God, I know what this is. I can't think of it off the top of my head. J-Lo is the nickname of which celebrity? Jennifer Lopez. Gordon Sumner is the real name of which musician? I'm so sorry you did not get two of those answers correct. Thus, you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. You can try again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. But let's answer those questions that he got. I would not have known that answer. Uh, Gordon Sumner, the real name of? Sting. Chewbacca is a a Wookiee. Yes. All right. And now that we've uh, gotten through those answers, we like to move on and solve mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a permanent A-list singer-slash-host and her A-list celebrity boyfriend. Ooh, Two subjects of this blind item. In order to try to get a marriage proposal, this permanent A-list singer-slash-host wants to force her A-list celebrity boyfriend into it by forcing him on a show about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have uh, have we heard about this recently? Not necessarily. Okay. But we have talked extensively about this relationship in the past. Okay. A-list oh. singer slash host and an A-list celebrity boyfriend. And that person would be... Oh, shoot. Nope, that wouldn't work. What? Who were you going to say? I was going to... 
it, nope, it doesn't oh, make sense. Okay. Forget it. Um, the only person I was thinking of is Leanne Rhymes. Oh. No. Okay. The singer slash host is the host of a, a, reali- TV, a, a reality, reality competition series. A reality competition series. Yes. One of many hosts. Okay. So like a oh, um, J- The Voice. J-Lo? Yes. The Voice. Like a Miley Cyrus person? No, uh, not quite. Okay. Think of somebody else who has had a high profile Shakira, release. Shakira. No, not no, Shakira. What's her name? Married. The other one. The other Shakira one. Christina Aguilera? Yeah. No, not Christina Aguilera. Think of somebody else who has a high-profile relationship as a result of her judging oh, on The Voice. Oh, yes. No doubt. Gwen Stefani? Yes. Oh, and who is she in a relationship with? Um, Blake Shelton. Yes, Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let me fill in the blanks for you. In order to try to get a marriage proposal... Gwen Stefani wants to force Blake Shelton into it by forcing him on a show about their relationship. Their fake relationship. Their fake relationship. <laughs> Although at this point, it's been going on for about three years, so they must be getting something out of it. It's such a bizarre... Well, I mean, we're talking about them. Yes. I really feel like we wouldn't be otherwise mm-hmm. at all for any reason. Wow. All right. Moving on. Moving right along. Moving uh, let's do a confirmed blind item. Why not? This blind item was first published last week on the 31st of August, and it has to do with a permanent A++ list celebrity, mm. her favorite child, and a huge wedding. Mm. Here's your blind item. This permanent A++ list celebrity is working with her favorite child to hide the cost from the public of a soon-to-be-huge wedding that has gone ridiculously overboard in cost. And it's currently two to three times the cost of a not-that-long-ago, much more popular wedding. Hmm. Favorite child A++ list singer. Celebrity. celebrity. Oh, celebrity. celebrity. Okay, not a singer. Not this a, a singer. royal? Yes, this oh. is a royal. And who's top? The who's, queen? Who's tops? Yes. Queen Elizabeth. So Queen Elizabeth and... Oh, and she, and Harry is the favorite. No. Who's no. the favorite son of Queen Elizabeth? Well, she only has one. Oh, no. She has oh. two. Not Andrew. It's Charles. No, it's... Is Andrew? Andrew. It's Andrew. Yeah. And it's the, it's the, it's the one of the sisters that's... Oh, Eugenie. Eugenie. Yes. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Wait, okay, fill in the blanks there. Blind item revealed. Queen Elizabeth II is working with her favorite child, Prince Andrew, to hide the cost from the public of Princess Eugenie slash Eugenie Tomato Tomato of her huge wedding that has gone ridiculously overboard in cost and is currently two to three times the cost of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding. Wow. That is impressive. Also, would like to see that wedding. I mean, because if you can make a wedding that's four times as expensive as our most recent royal wedding, yeah, I mean, that's, just that's like, like skill right the there. Yeah, there's some skill to that. That is true. All right, okay, All right. moving on. An A-list dual network host is the subject of this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. There you go. This A-list dual threat network host thinks his girlfriend's monetary demands have become out of control. He's looking to replace her with someone much less expensive. Oh, mm. well, that's got to be Ryan. Seacrest. Yes. 
Oh, fill in the okay, blank yeah, fill you. in the blank. Ryan Seacrest thinks his girlfriend's monetary demands have become out of control. He's looking to replace her with someone much less expensive. So he's probably visiting the casting office because, by all accounts, NT Lawyer has pretty much outed Ryan Seacrest. Well, I mean, yeah, the accusation, not accusation, because there's nothing to accuse someone of being gay, but the story is that he is homosexual. Mm Mm-hmm. And so these ladies yeah. that he dates are maybe, you know, again, procured. The, the casting mm-hmm. office, mm-hmm. see the casting office. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Got one more. Yeah. By the item. A A plus list, mostly movie actress is the subject of this blind item. Did you say A A plus? No, just A plus list. Okay. Yes. This is the person, that person is the subject of this blind item. This A-plus list mostly movie actress who is only still that high because of name recognition and not from any recent acting that was any good, ticked off the paparazzo she has on retainer. Apparently, she has been late with payment, and he has some photos of her she would rather not be released. Wow. They are at an impasse right now. Hmm. A-plus list mostly, mostly movie, movie actress. actress. Who's only that high because of name recognition. Yeah. Okay. This person's not very busy in the Anne world Hathaway? of film. No. no. Okay. Similar? In, uh, I'm gonna... This is gonna sound like a total wild stab in the dark, but if this is correct, then I think I might know a little bit more to the story. Is it Kristen Stewart? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, think of someone everybody knows this person's name. Household name. We all know this person. Oh. Mrs. Butterworth? Just, I'm just kidding. Sorry, that was... A-plus list, mostly movie I mean, it is a household actress. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Yes. Not from any recent acting that was any good. Think about someone who likes to go out and strolls in Los Angeles with her big family. Oh, Angelina Jolie. Thank you. Oh. Yes. All of those times she goes to Target, the toy store, or whatever, you know that girl has somebody on retainer mm-hmm. and that she's calling them to get photographs of her. When Anyways. Interesting. Let me fill in the blank for you. Angelina Jolie. Uh, apparently she ticked off the paparazzo she has on retainer. Apparently Angelina's been late with payment and he has some photos of her. She would rather not be released. <laughs> Angelina and the photographer are at an impasse right now. That means they're negotiating over money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she has, she's missed a, pa- which by the way, she's missed a payment. Like, well, that goes with the narrative that she's broke right yeah. now. Wow. Which and that's why she was getting attention. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all this back and forth and court between herself and Brad Pitt this summer is because Angelina Jolie is allegedly broke and she wants money from Brad Pitt. She needs dollars. She needs dollars. She needs the paper, as Kanye West would say. All right. Well, thank you, Holly, for those delicious blind items. So um, we should probably take this moment to remind people Mm -hmm. that if you liked those blind items, good news, there's more. Yes. The person who supplies us with these blind items, NT Lawyer, and that's E-N-T-Y Lawyer, who has the website crazydaysandnights.net, is going to be joining us at 2 o'clock today so we can find out a little bit more about the man behind the blind items, uh, ask all of our burning questions of him, and maybe get some insight on some of our favorite blind items, including but not limited to Chonus, 
Ryan Seacrest. I, I'm really excited. So you definitely want to tune in. If you're going to miss it for some reason, if you have a life unlike the three of us, um, you can always download the podcast version afterward. Exactly. So uh, that's at 2 o'clock. Stay tuned for that. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you seen the viral video of the woman dipping her chicken fingers in pop? Oh, God. Well, she has an explanation. And mm. um, Brad doesn't think it sounds altogether too crazy. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so a woman went viral for dipping her chicken fingers in pop. And Bradley doesn't think it sounds so crazy once she explains why. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And um, you don't think this sounds well, totally bonkers? What I should say is that I don't think the idea sounds that crazy, but we'll talk about that in a moment. First, let's listen to... She was in a, um, a spectator at the U.S. Open. And uh, she explained to a local uh, news crew why she was caught dipping her chicken finger into pop. Or as they say in New York City, soda. Should we have a listen? Yeah. Alexa Greenfield has found some flavor. I just got a text that said, I just saw you dip a chicken finger into soda on ESPN. Her recipe went worldwide, as seen on ESPN during coverage of the U.S. Open. She was snacking at the tennis tournament, chicken tenders, and cola, dip, and eat. It's not something I do that often. I was kind of messing with them, actually. I was like, I did this when I was younger. Watch what I'm going to do. It's really gross. And I just did it and obviously had no idea what was about to happen. The viral video has about a million views and comments on ESPN's social media sites. I'm taking it lightly. I like to joke about it. I'm making fun of myself. But there's some cases where this happens and things go viral and the the victim may not, you know, have the same demeanor. She's serving up a lesson. Greg Mocker picks 11 I don't news. know what that's about. That just seemed really judgy. Like, I'm actually a normal person, all, unlike all those weirdos that go viral. So... Was there some extra Jack in that Coke? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, here's the thing. The thing that I, as I watched this, I was like, well, that's gross. Why would you put your chicken finger into wet? Right? Like, right, in, ish. It's in, ew. Yes. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, wet thing aside, I mean, you put your chicken fingers in dip. So, okay, fine. Also, there's something about like pop. As I thought about it, I was like, I wonder if that is actually good. If you, I mean, again, she doesn't do it all the time. But I thought, well, there's some kind of genius in there, right? Because pop is sweet. Mm-hmm. And then you got a chicken finger, which is salty and crispy. And you put a little sweet on that. I don't think that would be so bad. I mean, you're not going to soak it, right? But like a little dunk. I don't know. That might be kind of good. Like a splash? Yeah. A little splash of uh, Dr. Pepper. I think Dr. Pepper would be the ideal. And I wouldn't do a diet soda. I would do a full sugar soda. Because then it would almost be like a, um, it's almost like barbecue sauce. I hear what you're saying, yeah, and I don't disagree with you that the flavor combination is not a terrible plan. I feel like that's um, an encounter that happens once the food's already in your mouth, right? Like once the I, food's already in your mouth, you what? know what I mean? Like you take a bite of the yummy, delicious chicken yeah, so finger, and then you time. sip. I guess 
I guess. Dunk, dunk, crunch, crunch. The only thing that would gross me out is not the um, chicken finger that now tastes like Dr. Pepper, because again, I think that flavor combo might be kind of good. Somebody should make like a uh, Dr. Pepper sauce that I can dip my my chicken fingers in, please and thank you. Um, I'm actually surprised they haven't yet. Right. Like a barbecue sauce. My dad used to put uh, a can of Coke in his barbecue sauce. So I don't think that's beyond the realm of possibility. The thing that I think would gross me out is if I went to drink my Dr. Pepper and I got... (laughs) Bits of like chicken, chicken tender batter. Yeah, like the crumbs. Because yeah. then they yeah. would get all soggy and gross. But I don't think that's that weird. And of the weird things that we hear from people all the time, who was just saying, I think on the morning show they were talking about dipping Twizzlers in pop or something. Because you can use it as a straw. Yeah. Right? Um, in fact, I think that's because didn't it wasn't Twizzlers. Somebody uh, said they're going to make a straw out of um, an edible like that, that makes because perfect sense. of the whole thing about straws now we don't want to have straws anymore yeah i would like to be able to eat my straw when it's all said and done now th- the way that she made it sound in that clip her explanation was that it was something she used to do when she was a child and she kind of liked it is that what i heard her say yeah um because that made me think of like what did i used to like as a child a weird kind of combination and would I do that as an adult? And it would look weird. Like I was thinking about when I was young, I used to put ketchup on my, well, both on my scrambled eggs and on my macaroni and cheese. Now, if I were at a restaurant and they brought me, well, first of all, I'd look pretty silly ordering macaroni and cheese. But if I did order Not macaroni anymore. and cheese and I just doused it in ketchup, I think people would look at me askance just like they looked at her. I mean, maybe I wouldn't go viral, but. Did you do weird things to your food when you were a kid? No, I didn't have that weird. Like I always, I don't know what it is, but you know how some people have like that, like, I don't like to let my food touch. Mm-hmm. My peas can't touch my corn. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. When you're a kid, I never had that. You were fine I was with just that. like, let me inhale everything that's not nailed down. Please A-S-A-P. And thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My Holly, kid, I bet Holly did. Yeah. Well, Holly's a picker, so. No, oh, that's true. Pick, pick, pick. I don't mind when my food touched each other. That's totally fine. No, but when you were a kid, did you have any weird food things like, I won't eat this and this together, or I need to have this on my this? Mm, Not necessarily, but I used to like to put sandwiches in the microwave with Kraft American cheese and then melt the cheese on top. It was really weird, and then the sandwiches would be all smushy. Okay, that's weird. But I really liked it. Like hot I mean, I get the cheese thing. I get the cheese cheese thing. Yeah, like it would be like, well, and then you put some deli meat on it. Mm. So there would be like a hot turkey sandwich, but only the kid version. Like the and so the man's hot yeah, turkey essentially, essentially, yes, that's what I would do. And I thought it was really good. Now oh, I let the gosh. squeeze, squi- or the squeeze, squeeze, the squeeze, the cheese squish out of the sides. That was also fun. So there's my picking tendencies. Yeah. But the picking, you guys, that's a life hack because no. then you oh, no, get. She's no, going to do it now. She's going to do awkward. her. No, no. Okay. It's a life go ahead, hack. Go ahead and explain your <laughs> the hack. weird method yeah. to your total <laughs> madness. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have a donut, right? Yeah. Yes. With frosting. Mm-hmm. You pick the frosting off first, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you eat the rest of the donut. That way you get more no. uh, square footage in your mouth of donut than you would no. just putting the donut in your mouth. No. I mean, you get to savor the experience the same size. I think that's like a retroactive explanation. 
for the for the weird behavior that you have, which is fine because we're all unique in in you know God's world. Everybody has a place. Uh, all God's critters got a place in the choir. Um, well, thanks, James Harriet. But mm-hmm. I think that you know when you eat a donut, the whole point is that you get a little bit of cake and a little bit of icing. Yeah, but you still get the cake attached to the icing. Yeah, but then and, you got a dumb plain donut with no icing on it. Yeah, but then you get more donut experience in your mouth. The experience lasts longer. Uh, let's actually shift our focus to pizza because you have a similar method. Yeah. And enjoying your pizza. She picks everything. That's yeah. why I don't buy this theory. I think it's more about the picking. No, here's here's the great thing about pizza. Make your pizza experience last longer. Eat the toppings first, and then you eat the cheese, and then you get to put the hot peppers and then the Parmesan cheese on top of the dough, and so you get to have twice oh my as God. long of Where, a pizza experience. Did people yell at you when you were a child? Yeah. When did this behavior begin? I have no idea. But they didn't yell at me for that. Because I would I have probably... yelled, I, if I were your parent, I would have yelled at you for defacing a pizza like that. Wow, good thing you I mean, don't have any is, children. Like, well, uh-huh. I mean, you needed one <laughs> more reason. <laughs> hey, man, I just figured out if y'all are just jealous. Okay, well, okay. thank you for taking us on Thanks, that y'all. journey. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, this Asia Argento case has literally turned into a he said, she said. Uh, the accuser, Jimmy, is going to file a sexual assault police report and Asia Argento's attorney is speaking out. It's There's a lot to wade through. We're going to get our waders on and wade through it after this on My Talk 107.1.